Hello, everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Funny Business Podcast. We have an awesome episode planned for you guys today, so thanks for coming back. And Mike, I want to start the show today with a little PSA. So I, this isn't necessarily for our let, that our listeners are doing this, but I just want to make sure we get this out there. So if you go to McDonald's and you go to the drive-thru to order the Travis Scott burger, please do not blast sicko mode into the microphone these people do not get paid a lot of money they don't have time for your shit they don't get paid enough to deal with your shit so just go through order the travis scott burger and call it a day it's not worth your hundred thousand likes on tiktok you're an asshole don't do it and thank you all for coming to my ted talk yes (laughs) i i keep seeing it constantly on tiktok and we'll get to tiktok but it's just so unnecessary like we don't we don't need it we don't need it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've experienced other issues involving McDonald's. Like, for instance, when people went coning. Do you remember that whole trend yeah. that was going on? So yeah. for those who don't remember, coning was, in fact, a way where people were coming up to the uh, the drive through and they asked for a vanilla cone, and they grabbed the ice cream instead of the cone. So that's almost just as annoying. But, Matt, I'm kind of curious. You don't like the song Sicko Mode, don't you? No, oh, I love Sicko Mode. Okay. I actually do like the song. I just, I, lately, like, people have been, like, doing pranks in the drive-thru of, like, multiple restaurants. They don't they don't have time for that. Like, they don't get paid nearly enough to deal with it. Like, just I, stop. It's not I, worth your video being cool. I've seen somebody go to Dunkin' and play Renegade because they want the Charlie. Okay, I haven't seen that one. That's... Yeah. But then you also have people that would be like, you know what I want. And it, they play sicko mode and they're at a Denny's or they're and wait, does Denny's have drive through? No, they don't. Um, I, I like, saw the one guy was at Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Nice. By the way, did you see Taco Bell is coming out with a wine? I did not see that. Yes. It's a jalapeno uh, noir, I believe okay. it is. So yeah. It's a Pinot noir, but it's jalapeno noir. Jalapeno. They're going to apparently it pairs well with a cheesy gordita crunch. I That's what they're saying. I am super curious how that all unfolds, but. Oh, I'll try it. I'm going to try it. I, if it's I actually feel... true. I, I've seen it in multiple places, so I think it's true. Yeah. But, uh, well, Matt, hopefully everything is going well on your end, of course. Um, I'm just having a blast lately. Uh, I've ended up, I think Matt has, Matt knows, but I'm sharing it with everybody today. Uh, I am starting to embark on training for to be a certified drone pilot. Uh, but what I also didn't realize was I'm also learning how to f- how to land a freaking plane uh, with all these sectional charts and all these airspace notifications. Like what was great was the first two chapters were were great because you ended up um, learning about when to f- how high you could fly a drone, what the expectations were, your pilot in command and your visual observer, like all these things that made complete sense. When it got into radio communication, it was like in figure 25 and it was this huge sectional chart. It's like, find Addison, you know, TikTok, Addison, find Addison Airport. What's the call number for it? And I was like, what is going on? Like, I'm never going to go to an airport. I'm never going to land a plane. Who the hell knows? I might land a plane, but I that's just. Li- that's like the one part of communications you didn't learn in your communications degree was flying a plane and <laughs> flying a drone. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you're you're going to learn, like, a lot more than you thought from this. Like it, it, people like don't understand that, but there's a lot to go into learning how to get the certification to fly your drone. Something that I didn't know until you told me. And it's just hilarious how I've been going through all these sessions and I've been seeing all these illegal things that you can't do. And boy, Matt, there are people that are getting away with stuff where I'm like, wow, 
I like flying over people is one thing. Um, and then what else? Just doing r- ridiculous stuff that like, like, like kind of crazy stunts, right? Crazy stunts, but like you can do those things, but you need permission from the FAA in order for you to do it. So, but that's just my two cents as far as uh, my PSA and my TED talk. So, Matt, we're gonna order the Travis Scott burger. I'm gonna pass my drone certification course. But today, we're going to get into our topics for our Funny Business Podcast episode. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. That was smooth. Right? That was smooth. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Taylor Swift uh, and speaking of our dances with uh, Marry Me, right? That's the song, I think. Uh, Love Story? Love Story. Oof. There's Matt. Came out of my life right there. Marry me. What? What is that? Marry you by Bruno Mars. Still Bob, but uh, and and Jason Derulo. Oh, marry me was Jason Derulo. Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. We don't need to sing it. (laughs) I sang last week. It was well received, but I, you know, that's only for the special shows. But anyway, Matt, love story TikTok. We were on pins and needles last week talking about TikTok and the future of TikTok, and God forbid it literally happened. Days before the so-called due date in which TikTok had to become business partners with somebody from the United States. There was talks going on about Microsoft taking on a deal. Apple was trying to raise its stakes as far as Microsoft getting a huge bid out of it. And then you had like, I don't know, Amazon probably wanted to throw in their two cents and Google and all these other companies. But surprisingly enough, Oracle will become the business partner for TikTok in the United States. And it was a surprise. I mean, I was expecting a big mogul like Microsoft to make this purchase, but Oracle just kind of swept under the radar and just took the world's almost number one growing populated social media platform. So can you explain to me, I should have done this research, what kind of company is Oracle? Because the only thing I know about them is that they used to, or I believe they are the name of the Golden State Warriors new stadium. Yeah, so the, the Oracle Arena, you are, you are right about that, Matt. But let's just kind of talk about what the, I, I guess, the demands. So what the agreement is between TikTok and Oracle are certainly unclear. Um, but they actually came out that once Microsoft announced that they're not going to buy TikTok from ByteDance is what it's called, um, they actually just submitted to the Treasury Department about uh, serving it as a technology provider. So as far as what Oracle is doing, reading from the article that I have, it's certainly not 100% clear. I mean, when we look at Oracle itself, Oracle is one of those corporations that is basically computer technology. I mean, that's like the basis, like the strong basis that I can get you. Sells database software, technology, cloud engineered systems, enterprise software products, and its own brand of database management systems. So to say that it's like, you know, we were talking about, uh, oh gosh, what was it? Steve-O and life insurance. Like it certainly wasn't two exact opposites of each other. Oracle, certainly for its data management systems, which was particularly the one thing that the United States was worried about, was a sense of data privacy. Um, I think it really was a good fit, and I think it really is going to help Oracle, I mean, go to the next level as far as becoming business partners with them. Yeah, I mean, that was my first thought was maybe Oracle wants to get into, you know, platforming and all that stuff. Maybe we see them do some type of streaming service or something like that. But the other thing is, I think it's, 
a good partnership for TikTok itself because they didn't have to like sell it. They just kind of got a partnership with Oracle mm-hmm. if that's what it came from. So they can still do the business practices that they had planned going forward. And now they can kind of ease the government's minds about any data mining or data stealing or anything like that. Yeah, I managed to uh, just recently purchase a subscription to the New York Times. I'm not actually upset over that. It's like $4 for every year. I think it's a dollar subscription. Like you're only paying 12 bucks every four months. That's not bad. Yeah, That's I pretty mean, awesome. for me, out of four, four times four, four times 12, 46, I mean, $46 a year just to yeah. be able to have a trusted news source. Like I'm not totally against that, but it was just, again... We try not to get too political in the Funny Business Podcast. But when somebody asked President Trump, what is TikTok? He didn't have a clear answer as far as what the heck is TikTok. And I'll be completely honest. When it comes to data privacy and those things involved as far as like, you know, um, President Trump, like President Trump always has a news briefing, like a briefing amongst his, you know, his trusted delegates and all that stuff. Somebody could have just told him what TikTok does and, like, comes out with the most dumbest thing. He's like, well, like, you know, TikTok is stealing their information. and But, like, you take that basis of stealing information, you're not even telling us what the heck TikTok does. Like, imagine if TikTok was completely foreign to us. Absolutely isn't. But TikTok was completely foreign to us. We'd be like, oh, it's just stealing our data. Well, no, it's a platform that you and I both love. We send each other snap streaks amongst each other. And it's building that, again, that social network towards anybody who wants to join the app. I mean, Matt, we look at each other. We're on TikTok. My dad has done TikToks himself. And then we have people like Trevor Abney who's making a career out of it. Like, it just, it disappoints me that it becomes an issue with our government, but the government truly doesn't understand what TikTok does. Yeah, I mean, it is sad that they kind of have all this power and didn't really do a whole lot of research. And also, we had that whole thing last year with Facebook stealing information and all that stuff, and that yep. didn't seem to be be a big issue at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it was more so, you know, TikTok has business in China that that was probably the big issue, which I understand maybe there was an issue, maybe there wasn't. Who knows? But you're right. He didn't really, like, know too much about it. He just kind of made a statement on it, which it's just a good point for all of us to – you know, just do research before we talk about it. Exactly. Just like we do with the Funny Business Podcast. Absolutely. Every <laughs> single week. Every uh, week. So I, I guess we're we're jumping for joy exactly that TikTok will continue in the United States because I don't know what the hell we would do as far as keeping a snap streak together. We actually have to like send pictures of each other. Like, Yeah, that'd be pretty weird. That'd be pretty weird. Yeah, I'm not used to that. But like, also like TikTok has like a lot of employees that live in the U.S. and they have a big creator fund for u.s content creators so i i I was confident something was going to get done yeah i mean i i thought so too it was just who exactly was it gonna be Um, i I really did think microsoft was going to get it but maybe this is a little better because tiktok can take tiktok and microsoft's not going to make big changes to it right and people are still going to be ordering the travis scott burger (laughs) yes always so speaking of who's it going to be we actually have another follow-up to one of our next topics for today. Yes, we I am do. on a freaking roll with with these segues into the, today's topics. Um, so our dear, dear pal, like he's our best friend we have on speed dial, um, Mr. Ninja Tyler Blevins, finally secured a streaming deal, a multi-year deal nonetheless, with Twitch. Yep. And Matt is 
jubilant of the fact that he was right Called and it. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a hot streak with calling things on this show. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I mean, it's it's finally great to have him back. Like I said, I just wanted to watch him again. And I've been watching him a lot since he came back. He's been playing Valorant, which I don't watch him a whole lot when he plays Valorant. And a lot of Among Us with other streamers, which is just a fantastic game. Like, you brought that up last week on That's a Game We Should Play, and I didn't really know too much about it. Really? After watching Ninja, oh my gosh, that game looks (laughs) awesome. But anyway, it's just great to have him back. My only complaint is that he has a lot of ads. Like, a lot of ads. Like, it's, it's six or seven in a row, and he kind of puts his screen on, like, a mini screen, so you can still see what he's doing. But you can't hear him, and you're kind of missing some of the fun gameplay that I would like to see out of him. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's put it this way, Matt. I mean, this this whole gaming thing is still very uh, foreign to a lot of people as far as people are actually getting paid to play video games and stream in front of thousands of people. That's still very, very foreign to, to many individuals. But when we look at it from, let's just say, a consumer perspective, like, yeah, it's not, nowhere near comparable the amount of ads that Ninja has to run. But let's look at a foot. Let's look at an NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB game that does the side picture in picture between the commercial and the game that's happening. Like, there's times when that happens, and like, yes, it doesn't happen when the action's truly happening. But even looking from the perspective of Ninja being the entertainer that he is, is there truly a time when Ninja's actually taking a break from his content, from his entertainment? There is. Well, sometimes there is. Like the last the one stream I watched this weekend, he took like a two minute break because he had to take his dog out because his wife wasn't home. So sometimes there is a break. And that's a good point. I didn't really think about the side by side from baseball, because sometimes if there's a mountain visit, they'll go like side by side, show an advertisement here or there. I think it's just weird because no other streamer has like a set break of like that many ads in a row. Like he actually says to his chat, like he's got to take take an ad break. And that was something that we never heard before. Sometimes an ad would just pop up from Twitch or from YouTube, whatever it is. But this is the first time we've seen a streamer like actually say, I'm taking an ad break. I'll be back in three minutes. And that's probably just, you're right, it's probably just something that we're going to have to get used to going forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's an evolution still happening. Like, this isn't the last in which a streaming element or platform is going to just keep on its ways. Um, you know, we may even find out when it comes to shows like, let's just say Ninja, that Ninja will exclusively, you know, take on a stream. Like, there'll be some type of negotiation amongst, like, partners and whatnot, and it's it's like NBC, CBS, and Fox. Like, there's going to be a situation where it's going to happen where Ninja's going to be like, okay, when we come back, we're going to play another round, and he's going to hit the... It's going to act as though it's live television. But at the same time, like I said... When does Ninja ever have the opportunity to stop entertaining his followers? Which I think that's the biggest question. But you're right. It's a little weird that there's a humongous amount of ads now in in Ninja's realm, of course. But, um, of course, we want to kind of backtrack a little bit for the last few minutes of this topic and talk about just the fact that, like, Ninja was on Twitch to begin with, left Twitch, and now is coming back. And, like... In the sense, I hate to say it, and I'm going to say it, it's going to relate to sports. It's kind of like LeBron when he was in Cleveland, moved to Miami, and then came back to Cleveland. Yeah, that's a that's a weird comparison, but it, it makes sense. I, I, was, I always 
like I said, I thought he was going to go back to Twitch just because it, I feel like most of the, the big time streamers do go with Twitch. And yes, he does have a YouTube page and he does still use his YouTube page, but it seems like a lot of the big streamers get the most viewers from Twitch. So it, it made sense, the connection to the two. And it, it was interesting to see his first stream back. Like he had 153,000 people just watching him chat and talk to the chat. He wasn't even playing anything at the time, which that's something in streaming that I've seen a lot more people do, like taking time before they start to just talk to the chat. We've talked about Tim Tatman does that. He does that before every stream. He just types in good morning and he just talks to his chat for like half an hour before he starts. I've been getting notifications of like Twitch announcements of when Tim is actually live streaming and he's saying, uh, yo, yo, it's your phone. Tim is live. <laughs> some of the, some of the alerts that we get, like I get some from like Nick Merckx. I don't really know what his is. It's, it's a weird phrase, but it's, it's just funny to see like how they can just customize it themselves. But I'm also interested to see like the future games that Ninja plays. He talked about he's going to be streaming a lot of Fall Guys, a lot of Among Us. He likes Valorant. I don't really know if... Is Valorant a big game? Because he plays that a lot, but he's like the only streamer I follow that actually plays it. So Ninja was actually talking about it at the moment when he was saying how him and all of his friends dived onto it when the beta was released. He's the only one of his entire friends that actually stuck with it and is moving forward Hmm. with it. It's becoming very competitive like Call of Duty or Fortnite even to that extent. Like, there's a lot of cash cup tournaments that are actually happening for Valorant. Um, But I just know with Ninja, as weird as this sounds, like, it's weird without seeing him on Fortnite. But we all know how that is. Like, you can't play this. It's anybody who plays video games. You can't play the same damn video game all the time. Like, of course, Matt and I, like, we both play Fortnite a majority of our gaming. But there's sometimes I want to play NBA 2K. There's sometimes you want to play Fall Guys. There's sometimes I just want to sit and read a book. I don't know where that came from, but there, there's well, that yeah. there's that change of pace that someone needs to take on as far as them being able to participate in those games itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that Ninja kind of put out when he came back. He said, I'm going to be streaming a lot of Valorant, a lot of Fall Guys, a little bit of Call of Duty, a little bit of Fortnite here and there. So he did kind of say to his followers that he's not just going to be playing the same games all the time. And I think that comes with streaming. I think you do have to switch it up sometimes because the viewers are going to get bored if you play Call of Duty 24-7 or if you play Fortnite 24-7. You do have to have a little bit of variety in there. Absolutely. And and that's same with funny business. Like it kind of has the same vibe to it, but like we switch it up with our topics all the time too. Yeah, I mean, you You have to. You have to talk about different stuff because there's so much stuff happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So we wish Ninja the best of luck. Uh, it's just recent at the time of this recording of the podcast. So um, if you have not gotten a chance to watch Ninja in any way, um, please go to twitch.tv slash Ninja in order for you to see some of the content that he is uh, making and live streaming at the time. And don't forget, we live stream at least once a week on our YouTube page, Funny yes, Business Entertainment. <laughs> uh, last topic for today, Matt. I super excited in the wise words of Tim Cook. Good morning. Good morning, Cupertino. Honestly, I have somebody else who says that 10 times better. His name is Matt Friend. His Instagram is Matterday Night Live, I think, I believe. I think um, that's right. Yeah. I believe that is correct. I'm just drawing a blank as far as when that's coming up. The video but, that he posted today was pretty funny. Like right? he was doing an impersonation of Tim Cook. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> completely spot on but anyways guys apple had a 
one had their second virtual event, but two had their second event, which usually happens around this time, in which they release some new products. Back in the summertime, they usually do the Worldwide Developers Conference, which is mostly talking about hardware and software. This one is about the goodies that everyone's looking forward to as far as the new type of items that individuals will get. Now, Matt, in most cases, I think from what you remember and what you recall in past years, an iPhone was usually released during this time. We yes. actually did not see an iPhone released during this time. I think there, from the research that I saw and some of the videos that I saw, they're actually going to hold off a special event until months later or weeks later, mm -hmm. um, just because of the pandemic and like some of the things that have been processed and a lot of the focus things. But today we want to talk about what they released something to keep all you informed because maybe this is the only time you can hear about all the greatest and latest things that Apple products are putting out. I mean, both Matt and I, we use our Apple watches, our iPhones and our I, uh, Mac books. <laughs> I said go. iMacs almost. AirPods but and AirPods. And, oh my goodness. Like totally Apple people, but kind of want to talk a little bit about today. It's more reporting than there is just, I mean, obviously we're going to get our feedback, but what I, we wanted to talk about today Actually, Matt, believe it or not, a lot of these products are out today at the time of somebody listening to this podcast. So um, maybe you're kind of feeling a little bit. You still haven't gotten your tax return yet or your Trump check. So make sure. <laughs> or, you know, it's important. payday for you and it's you're looking payday, to spoil a little bit. Yeah, spoil yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> um, but let's go over some of the things that were released today. Now, I before we get started, I do have to commend apple on their presentation of their apple events during this pandemic holy moses they just I haven't i haven't seen one so i'm gonna have to take your word on it you have to like it is it i wish let me put it this way i would be totally okay if they kept going forward and having it just like this rather than the whole steve jobs theater lined up like that's just me but the event was called time flies uh, so that was a huge notion as far as what they wanted to release first. Um, and the Apple Watch Series 6 is out today. Um, so that is, the, of course, the sixth generation of the lineup. Um, it comes in a new blue, gold, graphite, and red mm. colors. Um, and it also has a new blood oxygen sensor. Um, it also has a sixth gen Apple chip based on an A13 Bionic which is 20% faster than the Series 5. So, Matt, you do have the Series yeah, 5, I, that's correct? I do have the Series 5, yes. So think about that, 20% faster. That is insane. I, I do like that. I also like the color option. Also, a little side note, we saw each other this past weekend for like an hour, yeah. and I told him that my Apple Watch was being wonky, and he told me to, you told me to reset it, and it's been completely fine ever since I reset Look it. Look at that. So thank you for that. You're welcome. But... Going back to the Apple Watch 6. I expect my check in the mail. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little late. Okay. So I do like the color aspect because you either, like if it's just like white or black, you either have to get a colored case, which isn't exactly easy for an Apple Watch, or you just have to live with the fact that it's white or black. I do like this blue, gold, blue, graphite, blue, and gold, graphite, red. and red. Yeah, I do like that option. I think people are going to like that a lot more too because people do like to have colorful things and same goes for technology. Mm -hmm. Now, I, speaking of colors too, Matt, um, they're coming out with new watch faces, which I find very not surprising because I feel like every new Apple Watch gets a new watch face as far as having it tailored to that's the watch face. Right. Um, and then also speaking of colors, 
there's a stretchable solo loop band that you'll be able to purchase. I saw that. Can you explain that to me? So think about it. Think about it as a hair a hair tie. Okay. So that's going to be the watch band. So is does it only connect to? So like it's it's not two pieces. It's one. It's one whole piece that like I mean oh. obviously when you take it out of the watch like it's going to be one piece like one stretchy piece but right. once you wrap it around like it's almost like a glove that you put on. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. I think people are going to like that too. Yeah. So on top of that too, with the Apple Watch Series 6, um, it actually took a note towards the iPhone lineup and they're actually releasing an uh, Apple Watch SE, uh, which is one of those things where uh, you usually see it. I think it was the iPhone 6 SE that came out, iPhone 10 SE, and then I feel like there's one more that I'm missing. But anyways... That this option is usually made for those who want an Apple Watch but just can't necessarily afford all the expensiveness that is an Apple Watch. Which to me, the Apple Watches itself, the newest lineup is always the same price when it comes to the watches. So, like the latest and greatest one is always set at that price. Which to me, that Apple Watch Series 3, I know I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit with the watches and geeking out a little bit because I just love <laughs> Apple. <laughs> um, the Apple Watch Series 3 is only going to be $200 now. Okay, I, I like that option. So it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of the 6, just a little, it's kind of like a generic. Group. Yeah, Apple Watch SE is still going to operate pretty well, but it's not going to have the, you know, it's it's not going to have all, most or not, if not all the features of a regular Apple Watch that's being released. Like, oh. I'll take the SE, for example, like the camera on the iPhone XSE um, does not have, did not have the double camera, it only had the single camera. Okay. But then also, it just there's a bunch of things. Yeah, I think Try. that's it's a good idea, though, because like you said, some people might not want one. They might not want all the bells and whistles or two be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. So they got to give people some kind of option to take. Right. So this Apple Watch SE will be available $280. And again, this stuff's available today, which is freaking cool. Yeah, um, that's that's quick turnaround. One of the things that I did see, Matt, that I saw with my research is they're actually removing the USB power adapter to the Apple Watch packaging. Interesting. So kind of removing Apple's been huge about removing their carbon footprint. So yeah. they're taking one of that because it makes sense. Somebody buys an Apple watch, like they're going to get, I mean, yeah, it's also a scheme too to make you purchase more. But if you have an Apple watch already and you're upgrading, you already have that block that makes you be able to charge your Apple watch too. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's something that's inevitable for all, all these companies. If, if there's a chance the, you know, they can make an extra 30 bucks with each purchase. Cause you're right. People aren't just going to buy, a phone and not a charger they're not going to buy the apple watch and not a charger like you got to have it now additionally matt uh, on top of the apple watch um you've been using your fitness uh mm-hmm. app out of your apple watch they're actually releasing what is now called apple fitness plus um so it is almost a subscription-based workout uh app that you would be able to utilize um when it comes to your workout so it's almost it's almost like Peloton because they're talking about yeah. Peloton stocks, which just absolutely skyrocketed down after the fact they released Apple Fitness Plus. But it's one of those things where they want to try to keep the ecosystem together. Um, any any thoughts on the the Apple Fitness Plus before I get like, going? I like that a lot because as someone who, when I was trying to find an app or something to work out with, it was a struggle to find one that I liked. And I feel like a lot of people are going to trust Apple that this Apple Fitness Plus is going to be something that's helpful for them. Mm-hmm. And there's so many Apple users out there 
why would they use something else that's not Apple if they can just connect it right to their phone, yeah. right to their watch? I think that's an awesome idea. Now, speaking of the uh, ecosystem that I was saying about, you know, making sure, trying to get as much things as possible inside this Apple ecosystem, they released today. Well, eventually, is it today or eventually? I forgot the date on this. It's soon. The Apple One Bundle. Now, what that entails, there's three options that you can choose from. If you want to get Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, and I forget how many gigabytes of iCloud, it's only $14.95 a month. I didn't do the math as far as what the comparison is amongst the rest of them. Um, But again, moving forward, for $19.95 a month, you can get Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, and more gigabytes of storage. Then there's the Premiere version, which gives you Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, Apple News Plus, Apple Fitness Plus, and iCloud, two terabytes of iCloud, $29.95 a month. Two terabytes of iCloud. Holy shit. That's crazy. Um, I, I like the family plan, and I like the $14.99 a month. How, how much is the, the, the big bundle? The biggest bundle, which would be the, it's called the Premiere, is yes. twenty nine ninety five a month. I don't think that one's gonna be super popular. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. <laughs> I like, I love when I sit there and I'm like, okay, let's see here. So twenty nine ninety five times twelve. Like I was sitting there and doing it. Um, you'd be paying about three hundred sixty dollars a year, Ugh, which is that's... In- interesting. But yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I don't know how I feel about that one, but I do like the the Apple Fitness Plus with the Apple TV and Apple Music. I think that one could be pretty popular because you're also thinking. If you're trying to get people away from Spotify Premium, who we don't use Apple Music, that's a good incentive to get the bundle. Absolutely, because I I think Apple or Spotify is nine ninety nine a month or something like that with tax. I think it comes like yeah, ten fifty. Mm-hmm. So that right there is is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean that's that's a huge competition amongst that. But um, so of course we were expecting an iPhone and there wasn't. But what they did come out again, which to me I, I'm a little upset about is the iPad 8th generation. Um, so what it is, is it's the original iPad, you know, the first iPad they introduced, yep. and they now brought it up to the 8th generation. So it's a 10.2-inch Retina display, has the A12 Bionic chip, which is 40% faster CPU, twice faster graphics, um, has Apple keyboard and pencil support, and it's only starting at $329. Okay, I, I like that's pretty affordable price. I feel like if you're just looking for a nice iPad to have to to help you out around some things, I think I think that's a good option. Mm-hmm. As far as I, my own opinion with the the iPad, they used to they call it when they do comparisons the iPad iPad because then you have the iPad, you have the iPad Air, you have the iPad Pro, so they call it right. the iPad iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with this iPad, I I just they need to bring it up to the Pro, but they need to condense it down. I mean, I get it. That's like. It's like the SE version. Like this is your this is your iPad if you can't afford a nice one, but you're also wanting the same capabilities and somewhat limited features with the rest of it. So I get it. It's fine, but I just feel like there needs a refresh. But speaking of refreshes, Matt, the last thing that they introduced um, as far as product was a redesigned iPad Air. Um, now with this redesigned iPad Air, it is looking like the iPad Pro. And with that, there's no face ID. They're actually using touch ID on the top of the power button. 
That's pretty interesting. I like that a little bit. I'm not, I'm not a big Face ID person. Like I don't have it on my phone. I have I have the eight plus, but I I like the Touch ID a lot better than the Face ID. Well, especially to I mean, for those who do Face ID and are wearing a mask, which you damn well should, yes. it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's pretty much impossible from what I've seen. Right, and I and I'm hoping Apple includes it somewhere in the software that could be a little bit more recognizable with their their face masks instead of trying to do a workaround. But um, it does call for USB C two. Uh, so any of you uh, iPad people that have a lot of lightning bolt lightning chargers, you may want to upgrade because that's that's the that's the business. So I feel like th- this is something that I don't know if Apple will come out with. But do you know those like portable? electronic chargers where you can just set the phone on it you can set the apple watch on it do you think apple's ever going to like come up with their own do they have one so they called it they called it air power at one point um so you were able to place your your iphone your apple watch and your airpods on the same platform it's not wireless but it was plugged in they thought about it and then they publicly came out and saying we're not doing it anymore so i feel like that'd be something a lot of people would do especially if they're changing you know, the different chargers from old iPhones, the new iPhones, iPads, new iPads. I feel like if they come out with something like, I'm not saying immediately, but, you know, for making this changes and the different chargers would be to come out with an option like that. Because that's something that I've been thinking about getting. And if Apple would come out with it, I'd probably get the Apple version if we're being honest. Yeah. Now, I... Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many, there's so many knockoffs. I don't want to say knockoffs because it sounds like it's cheap, but there's a lot of third-party softwares that are heading out that have that opportunity and potential to it. I think you even asked me at one point, like, is there just something that I can like have all three at the same time? Yeah, I like, think I, you did I, ask me. That I'm at so one tired point. of like when I pack going like vacation or stay at someone's house. Like, I gotta pack my Apple Watch charger and my phone charger and my laptop charger. Like, it's so easy if they just make like one thing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're we're looking at uh, also iOS 14 that would be coming out very soon. So. Yes, I've, I've seen that. I'm familiar with that. And I'm very excited for <laughs> iOS 14. Very excited. I don't remember all the features off the top of my head, but I remember watching the video. It was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, no, I was I was super surprised and, and hopefully, you know, it'll put to good use. But, you know, as far as these products, make sure if you have them, you get a chance to get them. Uh, hopefully we look out for the iPhone coming in the next couple of months. Be super excited for that. Um, but maybe a nice little holiday gift or, or birthday present. Matt, I know my birthday's coming up and I know you don't usually get me anything. So no. this is a no, <laughs> that tradition might continue. So is this, is this stuff like pre-order only or if, like if I go it's to Best available. Buy, but like if I go to like Best Buy like tomorrow, is it going to be there? It's not going to be there tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday, at the release of the pod. I had to think about it for a hot yes. second. I yes. believe so. So, like, I can go home with my product that day. I think so. I don't want to cool. say I don't want to say it too much because maybe it's just something, like, it's available to order. Um, usually, when it comes to, like, Best Buy and other places, like, it takes them a couple days to get set up. Um, but I think... Still, I mean, check. either way, <laughs> I, I think all these will be pretty popular and... If I wasn't, if I didn't just got the Apple Watch Five, like after hearing about the Apple Watch Six, definitely would have gotten that. I know I might be looking forward to probably getting myself an Apple Watch Six. Uh, you treat though, yourself, yeah, treat, treat yourself. yourself. I deserve a little bit of treatment Absolutely. after 
all of my reading of my sectional maps of my drone certification. (laughs) That's a fact, and you're not even halfway done. Uh, (laughs) Well, hopefully, if you are a big Apple person, you enjoy. Uh, If you're on Apple Podcasts, by the way, make sure you rate us five stars. Leave us a review. We will be soon reading them out loud once we start getting our reviews. And maybe you want to share something interesting about yourself. Feel free to go ahead and do it. We'll we'll figure it out how to apply it. If you just want to, like, give us, roast us or whatever you want to do. Yeah, no, it's totally great. But yep. uh, that concludes today's entertainment topics. When we come back, Matt's got his spicy sports segments. Don't go away. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. We are going to start with a news story that was circling in the news last week, but we didn't have a chance to talk about it. But it's still relevant today. So the Indiana Pacers from the NBA, that's where we're going to start, they are looking for a new head coach. They surprisingly fired Nate McMillan earlier uh, about a week or two ago after they got swept by the heat in the playoffs so people are wondering who they're going to hire for the new coach and one of the persons that they're interested in is san antonio spurs assistant coach becky hammond so becky hammond was and is the first female assistant coach in the nba and she's she's pretty well well liked around the league and she's being looked at for a few head coaching positions now i know people are going to say like oh, I don't really care if it's a male or female as long as they're qualified. But this is still going to be a big story when she gets hired. And I don't think it's a matter of if she gets hired. Maybe it's not by the Pacers. But she's going to get a job somewhere because she's very highly liked, like I said, and she knows what she's doing. She coached the Spurs in the last couple summer leagues that they've had, and they've done pretty well. And this season, I believe she was Greg Popovich's top assistant. And Greg Popovich knows his basketball. Like, he knows if you're a good coach or not, and he seems to like her a lot. So I don't know what your thoughts are on the situation. Yeah, I when you said that to me before we started, I mean, this was days before we started the podcast, I was like, not a bad pick. Like, I think with... There, it's just a stare. I think it's just a stereotype, Matt. Like it's just the fact that oh, she's a female. Like, and I, again, you and I, we don't care if it's male or female. We care that you win. Like Coach Pop, like for crying out loud, he's been doing it for how many years? Like, it's, it's, this was his first season. In like twenty two years, he missed the playoffs. Right. Like, and can you just imagine like having the legacy of Becky Hammond as far as her starting with Coach Pop of all people? And then moving into a head coaching position and then heading to playoffs. Every time she's going to do something, it's going to be like, oh, it's the first woman. Well, no shit. It's the first woman. Like, what? what's going to be even bigger is when you guys completely shun her. I'm talking about reporters that, that will talk. Yes. Obviously, yep. like, the reporters are going to talk down being like, well, like, Becky's never been used to the playoffs. Well, no kidding. She never was a coach for the NBA playoffs. Or, oh, well, you know, she is in her first play. Well, of course, it's her first playoffs. But it just – there's so much stereotype and there's so much sexism, I guess is the best way to call it, that it just upsets me that it is a big deal, but they're making a bigger deal out of it eventually. Yeah, I agree. There's going to be so much – not backlash, but there's going to be so much noise of people on Twitter making fun of her because she's a woman and all that stuff. But like we said, she coached with Greg Popovich. But Greg Popovich's assistants generally do pretty well becoming a head coach in the NBA. Mike Budenholzer with the with the Bucks. Uh, there's another coach. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But they're well-liked around the league. Becky Hammond is probably maybe the best one from what I've heard. People really like her a lot. And I had another point, and I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, I was backtrack- kind of backtracking. We briefly mentioned Steve Nash last week. Yes. How people are upset that Steve Nash does has 
no coaching experience, but gets a head coaching job. And people are upset that there's people who have a lot more coaching experience, don't get the jobs. Well, then you can't say that when Becky Hammond becomes a coach because she has tons of coaching experience. You also can't say, too, that, for instance, Shaq, Charles Barkley, Kenny yes. the Jet Smith is saying they're qualified to be sports journalists when before they played. Hell no. Absolutely not, in the wise right. words of our best friend, Mitch Haney. Yes. You don't know. Like, having that instance... It, Steve Nash, first of all, Hall of Famer. Like, I, a little bit biased for you, Matt, because you are a Suns fan, but two time MVP. He knows his basketball. <laughs> he knows his basketball. And a point guard of all people, the person yeah. who makes the plays, is the playmaker, has the assists, has the team mojo whatsoever. Like, it, it, boy, I'm getting heated in this. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. Like, it just annoys me that people are saying, oh, there's more people qualified when there's already, a, there's already a broken system with this idea that you need to have years of experience. It's like a job interview. (laughs) Yeah. 15, so many social media positions. I know this is off topic, but I'll, I'll be very, very uh, brief. People are looking for social media positions. 15 years of experience in social media, Matt, social media in 15 years ago was when Facebook was, I think at the time only being released to colleges and high school at the time. Was, it is my, MySpace not, was still a thing. Right. MySpace, my, MySpace, MySpace was still a thing too. Like it just, there's so many broken systems, especially when it comes to coaching. I mean, I'll, Tyron Lou, for example, Tyron, like that was his first season with the Cavs. Uh, yes. First, I believe first, second or third in that very young season. Either first or second. That might, he, he came in halfway through the year once and that might've been, <laughs> he did. Year. I forgot about that. <laughs> but even so, with, with him, like he had zero coaching experience. He got stepped over by Allen Iverson in the NBA playoffs, but still won an NBA championship. Not saying that LeBron was the yep. one who coached it, but again, you don't need these years of experience and you don't need these experiences. You just need to know how to play, know how to coach, and just go for it. <laughs> Steve Kerr had no experience and he's two time. Right. Three-time NBA champion. Three-time NBA champion. And also, people are going to say, like, oh, no woman has ever coached in the NBA before. Well, there's plenty of male coaches in the WNBA and in women's college basketball. Look at UConn's women's college basketball. Do you know Ariama? You know, people are going to say, oh, she's not going to know how to lead men. Just because they're a different gender doesn't mean they can't be a good leader. And it seems like Becky Hammond's a pretty good leader. Mm -hmm. I just, I wish, sorry, I wish Becky Hammond the best. I think you and I are both going to be really interested. I think she's going to do great wherever she goes. And I think Indiana would be a good spot for her too. Moving on to the playoffs, it is conference finals time. We have the Heat Celtics and we have the Lakers versus either the Clippers or the Nuggets. As of recording, tonight is game seven. Let's, I'm going to go on the record. I think we're both going to go on the record. Clippers probably won game seven. No. You think the Nuggets are going to win? I'm going to go for the Nuggets. No way. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, I, it's Kawhi. Kawhi is not losing this game, Zed. I get it. It's Kawhi. But Kawhi, let's talk about the Raptors when they won. Kawhi wasn't the only person that won it for the game. You had Fred Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam. You had um, Ibaka, Ibaka. Uh, you had this, so many of other key players that if the Clippers – 
I mean, yeah, they have Doc again, Doc Rivers, veteran coach. They have Paul George, PG thirteen. They got all these other significant players. Patrick Beverly. Lemon Pepper Lou, who by <laughs> the way, trademarked the Lemon Pepper Lou wings. He trademarked that for his nickname, Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> it was incredible. I it's it's like the Rockets. Like in the instance, there's Russell Westbrook, there's James Harden. But if you can't finish, and again, rest and and how tired each of these players are is going to play a huge factor coming into this it's game seven and like clippers just want to beat it's like at first it was like what was it three one at first yeah it was three one so it's three one clippers are like okay we just got to win the next game to go to the next round now you have to win the next game like there's no choice of you losing or winning which is why i'm going with the nuggets (laughs) clippers also do have their history like they've never played in the conference finals so it will be it's it, it'll be a good game either way. Another owner I don't like either is the Clippers owner. <laughs> Ballmer? I like Ballmer. He's better than the other owner, Donald Sterling, they had. Mm-hmm. Sterling, the racist bastard he was. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. If, if it's – well, first of all, the Lakers have a huge advantage wherever they play. Oh, yeah. Because they haven't played since Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think the Lakers probably beat either team. I think we both agree on that. So let's go to the East Heat Celtics. We, congrats to us. We 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 uh, declared that the Heat were going to beat the Bucks. Yes. So we did say backs. that. Pat on our backs. We did say that. So I think the Celtics probably win this series just because I like their offensive power a little more than the Heat. Yeah, I kind of have to say the Celtics because yeah. I think it was yesterday, Monday. The time of this recording is Tuesday, Monday. Uh, my associate VP was like, "Do you want to get a drink to celebrate? Not a beer, like a coffee. Do you want to get? <laughs> do you want to get a drink to celebrate the Celtics?" And I'm like, "I kind of wanted the Raptors to win." <laughs> I was like, "Sure, absolutely." <laughs> so I said, "Next one's on me when they win again." So I kind of have to say that. Yeah, as an okay. NDA, that's, that's fair. I think it's going to be a six or seven game series. Both teams are pretty good defensively. I I, I just feel like Jason Tatum is kind of going to be the X factor. Like, yeah, the Heat have uh, Jimmy buckets. They got Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero's really good young player for them. Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, another All Star. I just like the Celtics roster a little bit more. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart was huge in that game seven. Yeah. Also, can we talk about game six? Of the Raptors, Clippers, uh, Raptors, Celtics. That was the best playoff game I've ever seen in my life. Mike, Mike and I'm not Breen, joking. Mike Breen was having a oh my huge gosh, bang we got like night. six bangs. I think there was a double bang. I don't even, don't even know the rare double bang. That game was insane. I, I think either if the Raptors win, I think they probably go to the finals too, and that's why I think the Celtics are going to win because I think they're. I I would pick the Celtics over the Lakers right now. Oh, that's that's finals. a spicy take. <laughs> I know the Lakers are playing kind of well, but well, they, they also play. they, they played well. they played Portland, who's not a great team. The Rockets. Let's talk about the Rockets real quick. So Mike D'Antoni, they lose. They got blown out in Game Five, like the, the absolutely quit. And then Mike D'Antoni tells the team he's not coming back. We talked about the Sixers probably doing a rebuild, like James Harden and Wes Westbrook. That's over. Like, there's no way that's going to work, especially when Mike D'Antoni was the one that brought him on, said, we're going to win with small ball, and then you didn't win with small ball. D'Antoni's like, all right, I'm out. How do you keep them together? You have to blow up, like, half this roster. Yeah, you might you might have to get a 
a big player in the game. Like I know yeah. they have, some and it's funny because they traded away that Clint Capella yeah, like midway through the season. Huge. He's he was like their third best player. I think we're gonna have to see. I I think would have been really nice <laughs> if D'Antoni goes back to the Knicks because I loved when it was oh D'Antoni God. in the Knicks. Like you had Jeremy Lin, you had Carmelo. Like although you can't bring those players back, like you still had that Mike D'Antoni of. Uh, of basketball, but I, I don't know. I'm like, there's no opportunity at the moment that has any coaching opportunity besides the, I mean, Pacers, but we already want Becky. Pacers. Be I think the Knicks still have a vacancy. There's another team. I can't think of off the top of my head. Maybe he might turn into an assistant coach for all we know. He's also like 65. Right. Like he may just call it a career. <laughs> I don't think he wants to, but if he doesn't get an option, that's good for him. He can also just sit out a year and wait to see what comes up next year. Because that's what, well, I mean, that's what Girardi did. Sorry, I'm throwing yeah, baseball. Yeah, I mean, Girardi, Girardi waited like two or three years. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, Westbrook has to get traded. Yes, absolutely. Because you're not going to trade James Harden because he's a top 10 player in the league. But I also don't think they're going to get a whole lot in return for Westbrook. Like, I think the playoffs showed that he's not going to be one to lead you to the team. Like, I've seen some Suns fans be like, bring him to the Phoenix. Hell no, keep him away from this roster. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what fit would be good for him. Yeah, I can't. My only thought was maybe the Bucks. Yeah, pair him with Giannis have... because Giannis only has a year left on his contract. Oh, and there's, I mean, starting point guards Eric Bledsoe who absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know what the Bucks would give up for him, but I don't know what anyone would give up for Russell Westbrook because he was so bad in the playoffs that it diminished his value so much. Yeah, I always think Westbrook is always a selfish player, and I'm not saying yeah. that just because he has an attitude of a selfish player, but like the dude was literally ripping down triple doubles every freaking game when it came to the Thunder when he was by himself. So for him to be a team aspect, I just I don't see that happening. Yeah, and he's a guard that can't shoot. And we talked about Ben Simmons. It, it's not going to be successful. Yeah. Let's move on to the NFL. So NFL Week 1 is back. Football is back. I'm wearing my Steelers jersey. If you're watching our YouTube page, it's my new TJ Watt jersey. Steelers won. Eagles lost. Yes. Cowboys lost. It was a great (laughs) first weekend in the NFL. Uh, Going back to the Thursday night game, I mentioned earlier in the show we've been good at predicting this stuff. I predicted the Chiefs were going to beat the Texans 31-40. It was actually 34 or 31 to, 31 to 20. It was go. 34 to 20. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to predict the score of every Thursday night football game. All right, go for so it. So this week is the Bengals-Browns. I'm going to say Browns 23 to 13. Low scoring game. But the Thursday night game was great. Andy Reid, we talked about him last week. Did you see the mask that he was wearing on the sidelines? Did you see it? It was absolutely incredible. I don't know how he saw out of that thing. So for people who don't know, it was basically like it wasn't plexiglass, but it looked like it was like a face guard, but it was clear. Mm -hmm. It was fogged up by the time they started the game. Like the third quarter, he legit like just couldn't see. And this man just coached him out to like 31 points to get a victory. We don't deserve Andy Reid. He's too funny. Well, and I was sending you memes of like probably could fit a huge cheeseburger in there. That's <laughs> so. probably what he was thinking. He was thinking like after the game, can I get a cheeseburger under this as soon as I walk off the field? He needs to get he needs to get windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine he just presses like a button and like windshield wipers go across as he's on the sidelines? 
Oh my gosh. Uh, not a whole lot of big notable week one news. I also don't like to get into like X's and O's in week one because one, there's no preseason. So this was a lot of teams first games. Like Tom Brady looked really bad. I don't think he's always going to look that bad because no. it was the first game with a new team. And the Browns are in a crappy situation. They put out a very shitty game in game one. And if you're wondering why I'm using all these crappy terms, oh, uh, no. Odell, I Beckham, Odell Beckham was in the news oh. for a little bit. Now, I'm not going to bring it up fully but because uh, apparently it was a fake report. So if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go look up Odell Beckham. But the crown's in a very crappy situation. That's, that's the only like other... <laughs> that's like saying look up Blue Waffle on Google. Don't do that, whatever you do. But I, 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 Everyone's saying it was fake, so I don't think it was real anyway. The only other thing I want to talk about from week one, can you Google for me real quick? Oh, I want no. you to look this up. Chargers 2020 uniforms. I th- I Los Angeles say... Chargers 2020 uniforms. Uh, Los because Angeles. these uniforms are the best uniforms in football. They're the best looking uniforms in sports. Now, obviously, there's historic uniforms like you have the Packers, you have the Yankees pinstripes are obviously historic. The Chargers came out with new uniforms this year. They are the best looking jersey in sports. They're getting a they're getting a new stadium too, correct? They they did get a new stadium. They did five, get a new stadium. Five billion dollar stadium. I mean, to put that in perspective, great. the the Mets just got bought for two and a half billion. <laughs> so that, let's put that in perspective real quick. Do you Ooh. have the uniforms in front of you? Okay, I like. I mean, I so so this week. What, I think they had. I think it was white jersey with the light blue pants. They're I fire. like. What's what's your favorite part? My favorite. I have. I'm sorry. I'm going back to my alma mater. They literally had the Misericordia blue, and then the Misericordia yellow. As far as like the blue, like the, blue like main the color. Navy-ish? The, no, so that's that's the secondary. So that's Misericordia. I forget oh. what the, that was called. But I that that's one. That one's my favorite. The navy one. Yeah. But yes. like, I just got like weird like Misericordia vibes coming from the Misericordia blue and the yellow of the Charger. Like that looks like a quick look. It looks like the the home football jerseys of Misericordia football. Like, <laughs> yeah, my favorite's the the baby blue, like the all baby blue with the jersey and the pants. Like, uh, it's so clean. Like I, I'm gonna watch more Chargers games this year just so I can look at their jerseys. I don't mind but, the the yellow one too, like the, the yellow the baby blue and neat. the yellow. I don't yeah, mind that, that one. That is pretty nice. I, they looked like they looked good on picture. They looked even better on the field. It was amazing. So last topic we're gonna talk about is kind of a again a little bit of a serious note. So uh, Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott came out last week and said that he battled a little bit with depression and anxiety after his brother's unexpected death in the off season. So he said it kind of started a little bit when quarantine first started and he went out to seek help with it. And a lot of people were encouraging him and praising him, not encouraging. They were praising him for coming out and raising awareness for mental health, which is something that should be done. And it was sad to see Skip Bayless, who he has a lot of hot takes and he's, he's a big Cowboys guy. But he came out and basically said on TV that he doesn't have any sympathy for Dak Prescott coming out and saying this in the media because defenses are going to see this as a weakness and his teammates are going to see this as he's not going to be able to lead them when times get tough. This is an all-time worst take. Like Skip Bayless, Fox Sports came out like the day after the day he said it 
And it was basically like, we don't agree with anything that he said. We are with Dak, which is pretty much what everyone was saying. I didn't see anyone defend Skip Bayless, none as they shouldn't, because he's wrong. It's really bad when your network has to come out with an apology of what you said the day before. That 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 means you did something wrong. Like I know with even like network companies, like they give you like a set certain amount of things that like you can't say on TV, or like yep. it's more so just like you can't do this on <laughs> Stephen Colbert always says it on CBS. They were talking. Oh gosh, who plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth. No, not Chris Hemsworth. Uh, sorry, Hemsworth? Captain America. Captain. America. Oh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Apparently, Chris Evans uh, flashed his ding Thing. dong. Okay. Uh, and he's like, I can't. Sh- CBS has told me I can't show you the picture. Well, yeah, of course you can't. It's a penis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I know there's like certain guidelines that like network corporations will follow if you are a considered a main talent like skip like so you statement comes out the day after you say that there's probably some heads turning with that yeah it, it was just like totally unnecessary like he's trying to raise awareness to mental health and then you're like oh i don't care like you're the quarterback that he basically said because he's the quarterback for the dallas cowboys he can't have depression or anxiety i mean i think any not that I'm making fun of Dak, but like any Dallas Cowboys fans face some serious depression after that, they keep that's, losing that's, playoffs. That's true. That's an all joking. I'm I'm yes. totally totally for Dak Prescott and his search for help and his you know his his time through that. But yeah, I, Skip just true. You you have it. Skip Skip Bayless is an asshole, but no one is really surprised. Really, no no one is surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little surprised he wasn't like. Like, he was on air the next day, which, by the way, he went on air the next day and was basically like, my message was misconstrued. Was it? Because it was pretty clear what you said. But yeah. I was a little surprised he didn't get, like, suspended for a day or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Network causes any good or bad PR is good good PR. So, I mean, yeah, he said something totally off kilter as far as something that everybody was against what he, and what he said. But I think as far as him, I think we're going back to the the baseball commentators, like him trying to apologize. I forget who it was exactly, but um, having those racist remarks and he was trying to figure out a way to say it in the game. Like, no, just go out, say it when it's the most convenient time and you're able to do it. And Skip just had no remorse on it whatsoever. Yeah, I would have loved for Stephen A. Smith to still be with him during this, because Stephen A. would have oh my God, went after went him. Off that would have that would have been awkward. Like it actually would have been awkward to watch. I had one more topic. I'm not going to talk about it. I'll talk about it briefly. This man in Texas who got sentenced to two years in prison because he used stolen IDs to get master's tickets. This is absolutely something that I would do. Like one of <laughs> one of my goals in life is to go to the masters. Like, I was going to make love fun it. Of it, and I. I don't blame this guy at all. Like if you have a, I mean, I blame him because he did something legal, but I would do a lot of things to go see the masters. I was going to say something funny, but I'll keep it to myself. Okay. That's fair. So let's end the sports segments with that and let's go into take it. So for this week, we were talking like off camera. We've had a lot of like, what would you prefer rather than pick one of the other tickets? So we're going to have, uh, what would uh, pick one or the other take it? And I've actually come up with this one on my own. What sport is more boring? Soccer or golf? Oh, 
golf all the way, man. No. <laughs> and I was going to make that. Now, let me back it up because with your story perfectly ties in again still don't know these take it segments i think people i need to reiterate that no matt doesn't tell me these segments until i don't i I get told but i'm gonna say what i said what i was supposed to say about that man sentenced to two years about the fake ids why the hell would you do that for master's tickets do it for ufc do it for fight night do it for the world series do not do it for the masters why would you do that are you disrespecting the Masters right now? I am. The mas- No, that's trash. The Masters you're trash. is one of the best sporting events of the year. Easily. Okay, so you're going to say soccer's not with the World Cup? World Cup's every four years. Okay, and great. It, I would rather was- wait four years to have a freaking yearly golf round with a bunch of dads. <laughs> no. The, the Masters music, when you turn on CBS and you hear that... It's oh, chills, chills just thinking about it. So is NCAA March Madness. So is no, but there's there's something different because the Masters music is so mellow. So is the Olympics. It makes it sounds like smooth. It's freaking golf makes me want to fall asleep. Like it sounds like smooth yaz, as John, as (laughs) the guy from Anchorman says. I can't think of his name off the top. He's of my the head. owner from that restaurant. Yes. That Ron yes. and Veronica go some, to. Play some Yas flute. flute. <laughs> but anyway, soccer is infinitely more boring than golf. Okay, why? You can have a game that ends in a 0 0 tie. That is the most boring thing of all time. When I watch a sporting event, I want to see some action. I want to see guys driving 350 yards, 400 yards down the green. I want to see a putt that moves breaks like 20 feet to see if he can make it like you if you the fact that you can have a tie in a sporting event is the stupidest thing of all time soccer is the only sport out of every sport that does not have any time where it stops oh yeah but when a guy falls on the ground oh oh my ankle oh the my clock ankle still hurt. runs matt i understand but the game stops okay, when the so trainers we can't have to come talk on about out. we can't talk That's about the, the other dips. thing Listen, we can't talk about the dipshit we've been talking about as far as the fire ants and everything else. Yeah, he's a little bitch, but every okay. soccer player is so a little bitch. You can't say that about yes, soccer I players. Yes, I can, because no, every single soccer player is a little bitch. Okay. That's one guy out of called, the whole tour. Okay, let's put it this way. There are some people that overreact. I can say that. I can admit that. But it's a sense of gamesmanship. Because if you have somebody – I listen, I've done it before. I have fallen down without my own my own self. Like, I've fallen down on my own because okay. somebody was really pushing on me, we got a foul, free kick, boom, goal scored. But that was because I fell down. But did you stay on the ground for five minutes and be like, oh, I can't walk, my leg's no. broken, and then get up and run or make a pass? No, because... These guys do it all the time. Okay, so because annoying. the referees, by the way, you have to watch. Like, you have to see if the referee's actually paying attention or not. Golf, like, Matt, you can go golf anytime you want. Like, soccer, you have to get a bunch of buds together and enjoy yourselves because soccer, by far, is the one sport that brings this entire world together. Golf doesn't. Really? So soccer, Yeah, because soccer is just so passionate in, in America. Like, people, it's people not, love the MLS. But, yeah, okay, because we don't have anything like Barcelona, Real Madrid. You just uh, said it, it brings people across the world like no other yes, sport. World Cup. Let's talk about that. World Cup. That is the only, besides the Olympics, that is the only sporting event that literally brings the entire world together. Hence why the World Cup. People in America care about it for two days until they see the yeah. men's Olympic soccer team sucks. Because 
football. Because football. <laughs> <laughs> what about football? Because American football, we all care about that, but we don't care about the reason why it's called football. Everywhere else it's called football. Because yes. it's literally foot to ball. The only time football is used in the term of American football is when somebody kicks it. Nothing else. It's passed. Makes no. no sense whatsoever. Going back to the injuries, who wants to watch three minutes of a game go by because a guy's laying on the ground? Who wants no one wants to, to stay, see that. Who wants to stay awake and say, and now on the par four, we have Matt Summers on the green. Yeah, I, 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 I would I, fall asleep. <laughs> no. You could fall asleep way more easily watching soccer. No way. Way more. Oh I, my gosh. Dude, no. Okay. So well, bad. let's 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 deal with this because both you and I have a bias. You love golf, but I love soccer, yes. which makes sense as to why you picked this topic. Yes. But um, it just I was so oh man, dude, I cannot believe this has always been the conversation for any American is well, soccer sucks. No, it doesn't. It does not suck. It, it is so suck. great. With the game nonstop, the game goes on for 90 minutes besides halftime, whereas like football, okay, hike, ball passed, somebody's down, okay, they have to reset. Game doesn't go until second down. Oh, Golf, are you trying to say soccer is more exciting than football? I think so. <laughs> I am going out on a limb and saying that. I don't have enough beers with me to comprehend <laughs> that statement right now. Oh, my gosh. I would rather watch soccer. It, see, people don't understand the... You would the, rather watch a soccer game that ends in 0-0 than a football game that ends in 35-31. I, yeah. Oh, my God. This, this conversation is over. You, you got mental problems, man. To quote the At least great Brick my Chandler. sport makes sense with the name of the sport. And I'm not saying that with golf. I'm, I am I know I kind of pivoted it to football itself. And baseball but. doesn't make any sense. Basketball makes no sense. Okay, so let's put it this way. People say baseball is a boring sport. Yes. Do you believe it's a boring sport? I don't believe it is a boring sport. Okay, what about NASCAR? Yeah, I'd say NASCAR is kind of boring. Okay, we could both agree on that. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I mean, they're just making, 90% of the time, they're making a left turn. Jenna, I mean, Jenna's, they're going fast. But. Jenna's dad, Steve, calls it nap car. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty accurate. <laughs> there's no, there's, I'm so pissed off. You would rather watch a 0-0 game than a football game. It's a pretty, it's a pretty damn good game if it's 0-0. That's like the worst game ever. Okay, because. Nothing happened. Okay, it, no, it did. Like, okay, that's let it. Me, so many let people me, don't understand. On. Go on. <laughs> let me re- let me give you a recap of a zero zero game. Yeah, no one scored. Boom, okay. recap over. Great, because the defense. Okay, because oh yeah, because defense is so exciting. Everybody defense watches the NBA for defense. Wins championships. No one watches. No one No one watches the NBA. To watch Patrick Beverly get a steal <laughs> on LeBron James. They watch the NBA to watch LeBron James dunks. No one watches soccer to Typical watch American response, see, Matt. They want to like... see Mbappe score some goals. Why is Lionel Messi and Ronaldo known as two best players in the world? Because they score goals, not because they play defense. Right. Okay, so you just... Right. But also, too, one person is not going to be able to win the game for a soccer team. There's 11 man on the pitch. And then there's the 12th man if you're considering the fans. Now, if you have shitty fans like America does, 
then yeah, I would see why it's boring. But you have to be at a game when everybody's... I mean, even MLS too. It's not as bumping. Like, let's let's put it this way. We focus more on football stadiums. Let's talk about the Chargers stadium and the Ra- Chargers and Raiders. They, they play the Rams. Yeah. Close enough. Close the Rams, Raiders <laughs> got a new stadium too. We spend and focus more of our energy on football stadiums than we do with these coliseums that are soccer fields out in Europe and all these other foreign countries. Like, if we actually took the time and spent more investment in time, let's put it this way. The MLS has such a universal language within the rest of the community itself that, yes, it doesn't show up on the news a lot, but bicycle kicks... Corner kicks, free kicks, that takes freaking skill. I mean, yeah, golf, I could swing a club and I could try to get it as close to the, the green or the, the, the putt as much as possible, but I it, it, I would rather watch a full-on game at 0-0 than watch golf, swings, walks, swings, walks, putts, maybe misses, putts again. No, you, you have no idea how exciting it is to watch like a Sunday afternoon at like five o'clock on a major this weekend is the U S open. By the way, the U S open this weekend is going to be awesome. The rough is so high. They put a tall can of Arnold Palmer in it and you couldn't even see it. It is going to be insane. You basically have to hit the fairway or you're, you're going to get like a bogey or worse, but on a Sunday afternoon in a major, when the guy's got a one stroke lead with like four holes left with like, Two guys behind him, nothing. I mean, I'm not going to say nothing, but it is far more entertaining and far more exciting than soccer. But how long does that take for the build-up in order for that to happen? It takes a couple days for the tournament. I'm not saying you have to watch the tournament. So it tournament. takes a couple days where it takes 90 minutes to play a great game of soccer. Yes, that's that's fair. But what I'm saying is the climax of golf can be up to like here. The climax of soccer can get up to like here. Does that make sense? No, because I don't believe you. <laughs> That's because you're a grass fairy. I'm a grass fairy? Yeah. That's what they call soccer players, grass fairies. I don't know if we'll play Fortnite tonight. Oh, we're playing Bitch. Fortnite tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a, a spicy take, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so. I got heated. Whew. My heart rate is dangerously high. Matt, Matt cursed at me for the first time on this podcast. I have to censor that. <laughs> I have to mark it in my times as far as when Matt actually cursed signs. I actually don't include it. Like That just came out. I wasn't even planning that. It just like came out. <laughs> well, we're totally over time, my friend, because that also can happen in soccer if you didn't know. But and it can still end in a tie. It still end in a tie, but also PK shootouts are also great too. But since I got the last word. Make sure you follow us on our social media at Funny Business Entertainment on Facebook and Instagram and Funny Business EN on Twitter. You want to see the hilarity that's ensued in today's episode. If you just listen to it on our podcast itself, our audio form, make sure you head over on our YouTube page. That has our live streams and also these full episodes here on our YouTube page. Um, we try to live stream at least once a week uh, and we try our best to be funny but also bring the business at the same time. I don't know where I was going with that's that. That's why we're called Funny Business. That's why we're called Funny Business, which to me, what, what was funny, I think I said it to you when we live streamed our Fortnite uh, last week, that 
We got this from playing Fortnite. We have not said funny business no. since. <laughs> <laughs> not once since. We got. We'll we'll make it a point to to bring it back. Yeah, we will make it a point. We'll yes. actually promote it enough to to make it a point. So yes. Um. Well, until next time, guys. Make sure you vote on the poll tomorrow: golf or soccer. And until next time, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. Hey, Matt. Yeah? F*** you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs>